his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Democrats have taken one, maybe both, of the U.S. Senate seats in Georgia. CBS News projects it, and Minister Raphael Warnock claims it. I am going to the Senate to work for all of Georgia. The country's balance of power, its future, depends on the other race with Democrat John Ossoff in the lead. Got the shot? Politicians are still working things out. Mayor de Blasio seeks state approval of five mass vaccination sites, one in each borough. A place where anyone can come any hour of the day, get a free vaccine. I'm Marla Diamond. New Jersey struggles with its overwhelmed vaccine website while in Connecticut. First responders, teachers, and senior citizens next up for the COVID vaccine in Connecticut. We're rolling that out to pharmacies over the next couple weeks. I'm Sean Adams in Stanford. Also, how a shot freezer at a hospital led to a surprisingly successful, unexpected bunch of shots in people's arms. COVID-19 costs the Browns their head coach. Another huge loss. Um, for us. And the Nets win big without Kevin Durant. This is Brad Heller. And Joe Connolly is seeing some changes in New York office rents and in home prices. This is Wednesday, January 6th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Welcome to Wednesday, the 6th of January. It's Wayne Cabot. Good to have you along with us. On the place all informed New Yorkers go to keep on top of what's happening, the morning news roundup. And the news this morning is still coming in. We know that one of the most segregated states for so much of our American history has, according to our CBS News projections this morning, elected a black man to be United States senator. This overnight vote count indicates Democrat Raphael Warnock has beaten the Republican incumbent. We have this from Atlanta this morning and reporter Sandra Parrish. As close as it gets to a victory speech, Reverend Raphael Warnock says he's ready to go to Washington to work for all of Georgia. We were told that we couldn't win this election, but tonight we prove that with hope, hard work, and the people by our side, anything is possible. Not ready to concede, Senator Kelly Leffler says she's waiting for every vote to be counted and is headed to Washington, where she plans to object to the certification of the Electoral College vote. So we have that being nailed down as we wait to hear what happens there. But the other race for the U.S. Senate out of Georgia is, as of this moment, a toss-up. Democrat John Ossoff does have the lead. Democrats need an Ossoff victory over the incumbent David Perdue to take control of the U.S. Senate. Now about picking up the pace 
of getting vaccine shots into our arms. Let's start with Marla Diamond on progress happening in New York. Marla, good morning. What's the news? Good morning, Wayne. It is one thing the mayor and Governor Cuomo agree upon, mass vaccination sites. Where anyone in the appropriate categories can come 24-7 and get vaccinated. They'll be in all five boroughs. Planned sites include the Brooklyn Army Terminal, Bathgate Industrial Park in the Bronx, and La Marquetta in East Harlem. Governor Cuomo wants to go a step further. Javits Center, we're going to use SUNY CUNY, where you'll have drive-through vaccine uh, operations. This kind of distribution system can deliver millions of doses, according to Governor Cuomo. But right now, New York is getting a fraction of that from the federal government, about 300,000 doses a week. The governor says they need to ramp that up. He's also calling on large public agencies like the police and fire departments, the teachers union and transit workers to organize their own vaccination distribution plans to speed up the process when essential workers become eligible to get the shots. Wayne. Marla, thanks. And uh, now to Connecticut. Sean Adams has the news about who may be next in line for the vaccine there. Sean? That's right. By the end of January, the next groups lining up for the COVID vaccine here in Connecticut could include police, firefighters, teachers, food service and sanitation workers, senior citizens, 75 and up, prison inmates and folks in group homes and homeless shelters. Those are the recommendations coming from an advisory panel, which is still talking about uh, other uh, issues here. It's very difficult balancing act there. One of the things they're looking at, what to do about at-risk populations, uh, people who have perhaps are immunocompromised and they're under the age of 75. In the meantime, here's Governor Lamont. We're rolling that out to pharmacies over the next couple of weeks. So as we broaden our population, it'll be easier for people to get their vaccine on a retail basis right at their local pharmacy, Walgreens, CVS, you name it. So bringing the vaccine to the people, Lamont vows no agonizing lines like we've seen in other states. When it's your turn, you'll go online, you'll schedule an appointment. Uh, This advisory panel, we should note, they're also discussing some uh, other issues here, like getting adequate vaccine supply to minority communities, which have suffered greatly from COVID. Wayne? And Sean, we want to update for people in New Jersey what's going on with that state's vaccine portal. Uh, We were reporting yesterday morning it had crashed, and it had. It was a very bumpy start. This tool that will pre-register people has been glitchy because of huge demand. The state health department is saying what they want you to do is eventually register, but for right now, wait for the health care workers to get first in line before signing up. And Governor Murphy's also vetoed a bill that would let restaurants expand their outdoor dining. The restaurants want to go into parking lots and patios and backyards and public sidewalks and decks and things like that, uh, but the governor has said no. It is the Morning News Roundup on WCBS on a Wednesday morning. Joe Connolly is here right now as we check what's happening and Joe, you've been looking for quite some time now about uh, what's happening with New York office rents and with home prices, and what's the latest on all that? Yeah, these numbers are like election returns, Wayne. (laughs) Savills Real Estate says average asking rents for Manhattan office space are now 9% lower than a year ago, not including months of free rent and building owners paying for changes in the space. Lower Hudson Valley realtors say the increase in home sales and prices has been dramatic. Home sales in Westchester County rose 14% last year, and the median price in Westchester is 12% higher than a year ago at $735,000. In Rockland County, single-family home sales are up 15%. The median price is up 10% to $500,000.
In Putnam County, home sales are up 20%. The median price is up 6% to 380000 One key MLS real estate listing says what was unusual was that the summer last year was strong, but the fall was relatively even stronger. In the city, multiple new building projects are planned in the Bronx and Queens and Brooklyn. And in the city and suburbs both, retail vacancies are everywhere. The Barnes and Noble and Westport's moving to a much smaller location downtown. And Wayne, despite office vacancies, Savills Real Estate says New York City will remain desirable for business for the same reason as always, the talent here. Yeah, that's a really good point. But you wonder, Joe, where the talent might be going. We've got a United Van Lines report now about people fleeing the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area uh, in the biggest numbers since the 70s, and we'll hear about that next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at wcbs880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Now on the Morning News Roundup, the weather day ahead, the WCBS Exergen weather forecast. Here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Clouds already starting to break up, and so when the sun rises at around 7.20 or so this morning, it is likely to be seen by a lot of the area. And that's a good sign. A mix of clouds and sun for today, a brighter day all around. Highs, though, will stay close to 40, and the breeze will be picking up, running at around 5 to 10, but occasional gusts up to 20. Tonight, mostly clear, 32 for the city and 20s in all. All the suburbs tomorrow a sunny day a nice one 40 to 45 and friday the sun will give way to clouds but nothing more than that the storm stays well south and east it looks like for friday night and the friday high will again be near 40 35 now humidity 78 percent today's high also near 40 craig you hinted a couple days ago about the possibility of us getting stormier as we get towards the middle of the month you still seeing that Yes, uh, I think there will be a change after this week. This is going to be a very quiet week, even into the weekend. Everything suppressed to the south. But uh, next week, by about mid-month, I would say, things will change. The pattern does change. Now, whether or not that means rain or snow, that's, that's hard to determine. But I definitely think the storms will be closer to the area next week. That's a guy who knows, Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Can we blame the pandemic for the statistic that you are about to hear right now? United Van Lines annual moving survey is in for the year 2020. And New Jersey is the leader of all United States in fleeing the state. 70% of people involved in moving fled the Garden State compared to 30% coming into New Jersey. New York was not much better. In fact, it was second worst tied with Illinois and Connecticut was not far behind that. But the truth is people were leaving the city long before COVID hit. City numbers show the population fell 2.5% in 2018, right before, two years before the COVID outbreak. And the city's population has dropped to 8.6 million in 2017. The figure, if accurate, according to the New York Post, is the biggest one-year population drop since the 1970s. Now the Browns are going to play their first playoff game in 18 years, and they're not going to have their head coach because of COVID-19. Brad Heller's here with the sports. Brad. Hey, good morning, Wayne. Kevin Stefanski, one of five in the organization to test positive for the virus, so he was going to miss the Sunday night game against the Steelers. Here is Cleveland center J.C. Treader. He has done an incredible job as a, as a first-time, first-year head coach. 
stepping in and, and leading us into the playoffs. So uh, another huge loss um, for us, and, and I feel for him as um, as a person and uh, and as a leader of not being able to be out there with us. And Treader said it's the next man up philosophy, just how teams dealt with the COVID issues during the regular season. The Browns also losing two players because of COVID, including Pro Bowl offensive lineman Joel Batonio. It's going to be the special teams coordinator that will be the acting head coach for Sunday. The Browns facility was closed today. Let's just hope for their sake there are no more positive tests between uh, now and Sunday. Hey, the Nets didn't seem to miss Kevin Durant last night. Not one bit. KD in quarantine because of COVID-19 exposure. The Nets never trailed at Barclays Center. They crushed the Utah Jazz 130-96. to Kyrie Irving outscored the Jazz by himself in the first quarter. 18-14, he finished with 19, or 29 points. Karis LeVert added 24 off the bench. The Nets snap a two-game losing streak. They're now 4-4. Four and four. The Knicks are going to take on the Jazz at the Garden tonight. And Wayne, Alabama's Devontae Smith becoming the first wide receiver to win the Heisman Trophy since Desmond Howard in 1991. Only the fourth wide receiver to win the Heisman. Aren't you impressed that I knew that? I'm very impressed. And you know what? He deserves it. Let me tell you, his numbers, his stats are just incredible this season. Thank you, Brad. It is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot, and here are three things to know this morning. Supporters of President Donald Trump are already gathered for demonstrations today outside the U.S. Capitol. We're at about 1 o'clock this afternoon. Congress will meet in separate houses to certify Joe Biden's victory in the Electoral College. President Trump says that Mike Pence has the power to overturn the presidential election. But Mike Pence reportedly told Donald Trump last night that he doesn't have that power. Yet in a tweet overnight, the president again claimed that if Vice President Pence, quote, comes through for us, we will win the presidency. Second thing, lawmakers in New Jersey now have a bill about clarifying legal weed, and there would be fines for underage possession. Fines of $250 for people up to possessing up to six ounces of marijuana and then 500 bucks over that. That's holding up things because Governor Murphy wanted to have equity between alcohol and cannabis when it comes to fines. And a third thing, coronavirus cases are now so bad in California, they have actually pushed back the Grammys from January until March. And by the way, six-time Grammy winner Dr. Dre, Andre Young, said last night he's recovering from a brain aneurysm. And in California, hospitals, very quick action shows, maybe this vaccine distribution problem doesn't have to be so problematic. Maybe they can speed things up because the freezer at Adventist Health Medical Center in Mendocino County failed. The hospital had to improvise. And they administered the vaccine doses to everyone and anyone willing and ready to get it, regardless of state guidelines. And it worked. The doses were all used before going to waste. Judson Howe, the president of the hospital, told KNX Radio. Yeah, hey, look, what happened is we had vaccines that were um, above recommended temperature for, for the refrigerator. And so we had a couple of hours to get these vaccines either into arms or they would go wasted. And so we really worked hard with community resources and partners Uh, to make sure that nothing went to waste. And we were able to administer over 830 vaccines in less than two hours. You know, we keep hearing from around the country that there isn't this great sense of urgency to get the vaccine out. Uh, New York is frustrated. California is frustrated. Other parts of the country frustrated. And yet, what I find fascinating is when you had that sort of meltdown because of the freezer situation, you managed to really pump out those vaccines in in kind of record time i guess what i'm asking is why can't we have that sense of urgency all the time 
Yeah, I can't speak for the national or statewide, but what I can say is that in these communities, such as Mendocino County, it's really it's the great communication between the private and public uh, partners in the community that really made this work. And Mendocino County has been through a lot of crises over the last few years, whether it be fires or planned power outages. And we've really learned how to deploy our incident command structures and make sure that uh, resources get allocated and, and the results get delivered. How a shot freezer leads to vital shots in arms. Download our daily morning news roundup podcast. Search for it wherever you get your podcasts. Type in WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup and subscribe today. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day. On air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 